Welcome to the Free Your Jaw podcast, a show dedicated to all things jaw pain, where your host Helen Baker interviews experts and talks to jaw pain sufferers about anything related to the causes, symptoms and treatment options for overcoming jaw pain. My name is Helen Baker, I'm an integrated body therapist and I've been successfully treating clients with TMJ dysfunction for over 10 years using TMJ massage therapies, a whole body approach to TMJ dysfunction. 13 years ago, I dislocated my jaw eating a bread roll. At the time, I was living in Australia, working in marketing. I was very stressed with a long commute and I did a lot of traveling. My jaw was excruciatingly painful. I know what jaw pain is, I felt it. Here I am, 13 years later, and I am forever grateful to say that remedial massage, TMJ myofascial release and alternative holistic therapies fix me. The jaw is a truly fascinating part of the body, both physically and emotionally. Ever since that day I dislocated my jaw, I've been on a mission to raise awareness about jaw pain and the power of body therapy. According to the World Health Organization, one in four of the UK population suffer with TMJ dysfunction. I personally believe that this number is much higher. I am truly passionate in raising awareness and helping fellow jaw pain sufferers. This Free Your Jaw podcast will give people who have TMJ dysfunction the opportunity to hear stories from other jaw pain sufferers, as well as to hear from experts regarding all things jaw pain. For more information about the Free Your Jaw podcast and TMJ massage therapies, please head to www.tmjmassagetherapies.com. Subscribe now and I look forward to sharing and talking all things jaw pain with you. My name is Helen Baker and today I'm delighted to be able to share with you a chat I had with fellow remedial massage therapist Luke Norris located in South Carolina. Luke successfully completed the Level 1 TMJ Massage Therapies online CPD course in November 2022 and he now specialises in TMJ dysfunction treating many clients suffering with jaw pain. We talked today about what inspired Luke to focus his practice on TMJ dysfunction and what led him to joining the certified Level 1 TMJ Massage Therapies online course. Luke shares with us what he liked most about the course, the highlights, and why a whole body approach to treating jaw pain is just so vitally important. So thank you so much for joining me, Luke. It's always such a pleasure to meet Mm. like-minded fellow practitioners, especially ones who've done my course. So Luke did the Level 1 TMD Master Therapies course back in November. Thank you for having me. I appreciate it. My name is Luke Norris. I'm a licensed massage therapist. And I have my own private practice here in Beaufort, South Carolina. Um, my practice is called Harmony Body Work. And I do focus on TMD work. Um, <clears throat> the temporomandibular dysfunction is a major part of what I do because I've been dealing with it myself for so many years. So that was um, what inspired me to choose to focus on this. I had training in different areas of massage, like I had taken Thai massage training and reflexology and other areas, but I couldn't figure out what my specialty was. I kept like bouncing around from one thing to the next, and it was sort of aimless for a while. Um, And then I decided instead of focusing on a modality that I would focus on a problem that I was particularly good at and particularly interested in. And that's really what led me to this because it's what I know the most about because I live it. One of my biggest um, issues, especially in growing up and in my teenage years, was um, nausea and issues, especially in the morning when I would wake up. I never wanted to eat breakfast, and it was hard. My 
jaw always felt tired. I would wake up feeling like I had been almost like fighting someone in my sleep, <laughs> you know, like my jaw would be sore and tender. And I never um, wanted to, um, like I said, I didn't want to eat in the morning and I couldn't figure out why. And my ears were always affected. I would notice in pictures that one would be higher than the other or my glasses wouldn't sit right on my face. And it was really frustrating to me for a long time. And I would get headaches, particularly behind my left eye and across my forehead and around the temporal side of the left side of my head. And then in your course, when we started working internally in our jaw, of course, I found that the lateral pterygoids on the left side were the most tender and that took the most patience to release. So um, it all started to come together and make perfect sense. It's amazing. When you were growing up then, did you go down to the dentist route or did you see a doctor? Or what did you do to try and find help initially? Well, as in, in my younger years, I didn't realize what was going on and no one ever talked to me about it. I did have um, braces when I was in um, my teenage years in high school, um, but you know, and I wore retainers during that, after they took them off, no one ever really said much to me about clenching or grinding your teeth and no one around me really knew much about it. So I just thought, oh, you know, this is just me. I'm not a morning person. I just wake up feeling like crap every morning and that's my lot in life. You get used <laughs> to it. That becomes your normal, doesn't it? Exactly. it? When you're in that much pain for so long, that's just, this It's a new normal that you can't imagine life without that. So then I went to college and I had a dentist that said, you need a night guard. And I was like, what, what are you talking about? And then that's what started the whole conversation. And that's where the diagnosis came from. And so ever since then, I've been wearing either a night guard that I bought over the counter or one that the dentist made. And, you know, um, it's, it makes a huge difference for me. I know it doesn't work for everybody. Um, it doesn't obviously stop me from doing it, but it creates a lot of symptom relief for me as in, as an adjunct to other things that I do to take care of myself. So. Amazing. So you were doing massage therapy before the course, mm -hmm. were you treating clients then with jaw pain and TMJ dysfunction or we sort of, was it more of a general practice before you did my level one course? It was, um, kind of both it was a mixture of both and it still is because you know if someone comes in and they don't particularly have this issue they have something else I don't turn them away or say I only take this you know type of client but what I noticed was I had an affinity for wanting to massage the face and the jaw and I wanted to work with the ears and it was almost like my hands were like magnets that were just drawn to that area of the body and everyone is always asking for neck and shoulder work neck and shoulder work neck and shoulder work and I just noticed that, you know, with headaches and other things, I seem to have a knack for that. And that those were the people that kept coming back that turned into repeat clientele because I was working on myself, trying to figure out how to help myself. And then when I recognized that in my clients, I immediately was like, well, this works for me. So I'm going to try this with you and see how I can help you because I've, I've been a therapist for almost 10 years. So over that time, you gain a lot of experience. But basically, um, it was a very general practice. And now, though, with everything that I learned in the course and continue to learn as I take other TMJ courses as well, it's become the heart of my practice now. So, so you did the level one TMJ master's therapies online course in November. How did you find the course initially? I Googled it. I was yeah. searching for courses for massage therapists for this specific pathology and how to grow myself in this way. And this is one of the first ones that came up and it was um, 
I knew that it was approved by uh, NCTMB, which is a big deal for United States and for my state board to approve it. So that was um, a big plus because a lot of the courses I looked at online, they were like $20 and they looked very kind of, you know, iffy. <laughs> I was like, I don't think that's good enough for me. Like it, it, it almost has to be a certain amount of investment to have much value in my opinion. Then I looked at your videos and I was just really, the professionalism was what really struck me the most, honestly. And I felt like as you were talking, I was like, you know, almost as if I was your patient. I was like, she gets me. And if she gets me, then she gets this issue. <laughs> so. yeah, amazing. And because you also suffer from it and you're treating your clients in the way that you like to be treated, it's a win-win all around. Okay, so let's talk a little bit about the course. What did you like best about the course? I liked everything, honestly. It's kind of hard to pick something. The I liked the notebook a lot because it's something I can refer back to. And if I forget passwords or I lose emails or something and I can't access it, it's nice to have that paper concrete, you know, workbook with you. Then the Zoom calls were everything was recorded. So that was good for me. I'm an auditory learner. So I learn best by lectures and demonstrations, you know, more so than taking notes. And and so this was great for me because I could listen to the videos over and over and over again. The beauty of online learning, actually, is that you can go back to it over and over again. As much as we'd all like live learning and, you know, to be great in our home hometowns, unfortunately, that isn't possible. But what is possible now is this online learning and that we can have these conversations, chats, and actually then record them and go back to them. And the fact that I also demonstrate all the techniques that you can then go back and look at them as well. So a lot of practitioners who've done the course say that's actually a real benefit of online learning is so you've kind of got a library of of all the content that you can go back to. I'll go back to it even even now. Like I will if there's ever a question in the back of my mind or I'm not sure about something, I can always refer back to it, you know, at the end of the day or the night before seeing someone who's on my calendar for the next day, it's there as a resource and that's really helpful. So I appreciate that. Fantastic. And did you attend the live Zoom sessions? Were you able to attend them with the time difference or did you watch some and catch up? How did you make it work for you? I was doing it as a catch up because it fell right in the middle of the afternoon in, in my time zone. And so it was in the middle of my workday and I tend, I'm booked eight to 10 weeks out. So it was hard for me to rearrange my calendar. And so um, the recordings were really helpful. And then, you know, I did a lot of, if I had questions or follow-ups, I would, you know, use the email and that was the other thing that was really impressive for me was the communication, because in some online courses, you're sort of um, on your own, you know, that, oh, here's everything, do it at your own pace. But it's sort of like they created it like in a format where they're there if you need to email them, but the responsiveness isn't always there. And something about you that stood out was that your responsiveness and communication and the questions were um it felt more individualized. So if you did have a question or you want me to cover anything, you emailed me, didn't you? And then I just, although you weren't attending live, I was able to answer your question in the Zoom session as if you were there. And then we we caught up after, which is great. And that's, again, the beauty of the online the work. We can actually communicate across time zones, which is great. 
What about our emotional holding patterns of the jaw? I know that you were particularly, you liked all that. Like we were talking about how the hips and the jaw tend to be places where people stuff their emotions and stuff their feelings. And for years, clients would say, I carry everything in my neck and shoulders, but in reality, most of the time they're carrying it in their jaw more so than their neck and shoulders. And so I really appreciated this because I have my own trauma and emotional history stuff that goes on. And when I'm working with clients, there is oftentimes a lot of release around that. There are you know, tears, there's laughter. And then I have people that go to sleep while I'm doing this work, like literally with my finger in their mouth, they fall asleep, which I never thought was possible. Yeah. Wow. As long as they don't bite your finger. They often say, I don't know why, but when you start doing the intraoral work, it feels like they'll describe it as their, um, they, they just feel so zoned out. It just relaxes them almost instantly. Yeah. And, and so it's, it's a great technique and approach because it's not painful or re-traumatizing for somebody who already has a trauma background. And that happens all the time. I've worked with clients that have um, been abused physically and sexually. And sometimes the abuse involves their jaw because of the way they were abused. So being touched in that area and particularly by a male provider when it was almost always perpetrated by a male, you know, um, abuser yeah. is um, it's a bit cathartic sometimes to have someone show you the total flip side of that ability to nurture and care and be compassionate through the trauma release, but also be um, have that kind of male energy, put that in that, in that same space and help them feel safe. So it's sort of a interesting uh, in week three, just to give a bit of background, we go away and practice the protocol and each pr practitioner is able to practice what they've they've learned in the course. And So talk to me about your case study, Luke. Um, so a client that is a, a female client that's in her 30s, she's an attorney and she works at a computer a lot and she gave me permission to talk about this. So there right. uh, is some degenerative disc disease in her lumbar spine and her lower back. And she's been diagnosed with TMD for 10 years. She is an, an occasional wearer of her night guard, but not all the time, um, raising small children and just in stress and anxiety levels can run pretty high. So when I started working with her, um, her pain level was at around a six and she was experiencing pain in her lower back and her neck and shoulders. And there were also some headaches, um, not like migraines, more of a, like a tension headache, um, particularly after a long day at the computer. There's a lot of um, like working from home, a lot of, you know, typing and writing. So um, we she's a particularly active person so there's exercise and a lot of healthy lifestyle habits you know that she's working with so um we had a good basis to get started and then um when i initially had her do the three finger test she could only place two fingers between the front two teeth mm -hmm. and um like i said her pain level was a six and when we finished, she could um the range of motion had increased and she could place three fingers in between her teeth and her pain level was down to a two upon leaving the office. And that was the first time we did the protocol, the way that you teach it and with the intraoral release, because I had never done intraoral work with her before. 
And that was with your work in isolation. Now, after completing the program and outside of the case study, I combine other modalities with your work, but I wanted to see what your specific protocol did in the case study for the course. Yeah, that was an amazing response. And I think the, that whole body approach to particularly to a client like this one is so needed because she's probably so stressed and tight with everything that she takes on and her posture and, and the jaw dysfunction also. But that if you just treated her jaw alone, I just don't think you would have got that release in um, right. Well, and also, I mean, this this case drives the point home that this is not just about the jaw and why it has to be a whole body approach. We always say it's all connected, it's all connected. And, you know, our clients will even parrot it back to us sometimes. Oh yeah, I know the body's all connected, but do you really know? Do you really understand that it's, it, we're not, this isn't just a platitude. So we had a good session. And after that, um, we've continued on. We do monthly appointments now and she's in a very good place. We don't always need to do the intraoral release. I let her tell me where her body's at because it's always about their comfort level and what is working for them. So depending on how symptoms are and stress levels are going, she's learning to monitor her body and monitor what her body needs. And she knows how she reacts to different techniques that I use. So we co-create this treatment together now which is really nice because once we are out sort of out from behind the eight ball as it were just believe that our bodies know what we need and if the client can then communicate that to the therapist and the practitioner then that's that's amazing isn't it it's um I find sometimes when practitioners tell you perhaps what they think your body needs or doctors or any health professional sometimes you ask the client and they might actually they, they'll know what they need on that day so yeah you've got that relationship and it'll obviously be helping her hugely yeah so what did your you and your clients like best about the treatment protocol that you learned on my course so the biggest shift was obviously the intraoral myofascial release work because that um that took me to a different level of body work that i'd never done before and so I think that stands out as the most um, amazing part of it because I'm working with muscles that I hadn't worked with or in a way that I hadn't worked with them before. Um, prior to taking your course, I was already doing um, craniosacral therapy. I studied at the Upledger Institute, and but I was not doing any internal jaw work with that because it was only the level one. And um, there there was, I was doing myofascial work and I was, um, you know, of course, Swedish and deep tissue and all of that sort of thing. But this, the intraoral really um, stands out as something special, especially when people have been to, I have clients that have been to physical therapists and even estheticians for facials. And they're like, oh, I've had that done before. It's really painful. Or, you know, it was, you know, it brought me to tears. It was this, it was that. And they describe these sort of really traumatic experiences. And then, and I tell them, I'm like, well, this is a different approach. This is, this is all about like melting and just, it's like zoning out, you know, it's a totally different way. And then once they experienced it, they're, they're like, it's totally different from anything I've ever had before. Again, they've got that rapport with you that they can share how it feels. And if it's too much, if it's some days, it might be a bit more painful than others. And that's okay. As long as the practitioner and yourself you listen to that, which sounds like 
it's working. So that's brilliant. Are you now treating mainly to just TMJ dysfunction clients? It's kind of the new clients that I'm getting are mostly TMD. The people that have been with me for years, because the town that I'm currently in, I've I've been practicing in this town for five, six years now. I have clients that are still coming to me for just sort of a typical massage. Um, and that's fine. As far as new clients and everything, it's mostly TMD because so for someone to wait that long to see me, there has to be an impetus and something that, that they're specifically can get from me that they can't get from anybody else. So that's what drives them. And, um, and also the word has kind of spread about doing this work as well. So do you have links with dentists and like a referral links near you? I had um, actually, I at one time was renting my office space from a dentist and and there is one referral source with her. And then the others, I get chiropractors and more than anything, um, chiropractic and physical therapy referrals, uh, because a lot of the physical therapy offices in the area do not offer TMJ work, but they get referrals for it. And it's also not typically reimbursed on insurance. So people are going to pay cash no matter what. And if they don't know about it or they don't know how to treat it, they will refer out that's been another um, major source of it. And then other massage therapists, because people are coming to them looking for this work. And um, if you don't have formal training in this work, it's um, a little bit intimidating to know what to do with this individual. And if you don't already have TMD yourself as a therapist, it's even more hard, foreign to you to you know without the proper education. So they're referring to me as well. And I guess as well, they just go onto your website and read your testimonials and the word of mouth that, you know, people talk when you've had a release and such an amazing treatment, people talk about it. But also when people are in pain, they will do anything they can to get out of that. And um, if you've got the tools and techniques that you can help your pain sufferers. Sometimes it comes from people who are not specifically looking for help with the TMD. For example, migraine sufferers, I will get referrals to help someone more with mitigation of migraines like once I assess them and we determine that they need jaw release work and then they can see the decrease in their frequency and intensity of the migraines over a period of time that's a big thing so um, sometimes it comes more from the symptom than the actual having that specific diagnosis well, yeah that you- that, but there's so many symptoms of tmj dysfunction and i think that's the thing people don't actually often realize that it is their jaw that's causing them that pain and and yeah you've exactly what you've just said that people have got headaches migraines and it's only when they find a practitioner like yourself jaw practitioner that actually they can assess it and realize that your jaw might be causing this exactly. problem and people don't always have a provider that points these things out so they'll say well my dentist has never said anything to me about this or um i don't know but then they'll list like sleep apnea on their health form or they'll put (laughs) some of those things and i will say well you know i always assess the jaw it's just kind of become a routine thing and i can actually have them palpate the joints and feel what's going on. And sometimes it's so far um, laterally deviated to the right or the left that it's protruding from the, 
you know, poking out and they can feel it. And they're like, oh, I didn't realize that this was like this. And then when they start to connect it to their sinuses and their allergies and all the other pieces, it's like, oh, I've been, you know, in pain for years and I had no idea that this was it. And that's the problem is that the dual pain sufferers just, there isn't really anywhere for people to go because there isn't much knowledge out there on it. And um, that's, you know, that's, as you know, that's my mission is to help as many people as possible to actually realize that there is things that you can do and Mm -hmm. massage therapy, uh, seeing practitioners like yourselves is definitely the first port of call and I know from your testimonials and your website and I, I know your background that it certainly works for yourself and I and for me I my clients mostly leave feeling better it's a it's a great therapy so I'm very glad that I found it and I'm really pleased that you <laughs> have too so thank you so much for your time it's yeah just great to find out why you like the level one TMD massage therapies online CPD course thank you so much for your time thank you for more information about all things jaw pain and TMJ Massage Therapies, please head to www.tmjmassagetherapies.com.